Hey all, before we get on with today's episode, I wanted to let you know that I will be speaking at the Innovator MD World Congress 2021. This event is from August 2nd to August 8th, and it's in San Francisco, but it will be hosted virtually as well. If you would like to participate and watch my presentation and the dozens of other great medical innovators out there, then go to innovatormd.com and you can use a special discount code SPEAKERREF for speaker referral, and that will give you a 50% discount on your code. So join me and join the rest of us at Innovator MD's World Congress this year. Hope to see you there. Now let's get on with the episode. Welcome to the Medical Mnemonist Podcast, brought to you by Med School Coach. Each episode, take a journey into the top techniques for medical mnemonics, study skills, board exam tips, and accelerated learning in higher education. Now, here's your host, Chase DeMarco. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our final episode on the MedEdge Method series. And actually, before we get started here, I want to say that I think we're pretty darn close to episode number 100 now, and maybe it's about time to do something special for that episode. So if you're listening to this close to when it airs, there should be another two or three weeks, maybe four. I'm not entirely sure what episode number this is going to be at this point. And let's do something important. Let's do something special for episode 100. But to do that, I need your help. So what would you like to see? Would you like a free tutoring session, maybe a copy or giveaway of a few episodes of Read This Before Medical School, maybe something else altogether? Let me know. Write to me. Find me on social media, go to the Medical Anemonist Mastermind Facebook group and post your ideas in there. And whatever the consensus ends up being, well, we'll do something really important, maybe some giveaways or something. So do post your ideas either on the Facebook group is probably one of the easiest, or you can email medicalnemonist at gmail.com. If you don't know how to spell it, you should by looking at this cover. So <laughs> anyway. This is our final episode on the MedEdge method, and it's going to be an easy one because it's about rest and recuperation. We have discussed a little bit about this in the past episodes, but if you've been following all the homework assignments for the past couple of months at this point, following from the medical mnemonics mini series that we did, and then all the homework assignments for this one, well, it's time for a break. I need a break. You probably need a break. So we're going to discuss breaks in this episode a little bit. So this is about self-care, rest, and growth, and the importance of it. And something that's probably important to notice is that maintenance tasks in particular, but maintenance in general, is not ever generally looked at as a good thing. You never hear someone say with a positive intonation in their voice that they are a maintenance worker, or they're calling a maintenance worker, or they have to do self-maintenance, or anything with the word maintenance generally has a negative connotation to it. But it's important to notice that maintenance is extremely important. It doesn't matter if it's maintaining your mind, maintaining your body, maintaining a schedule. This is not only progress, but it's deterioration prevention. It's preventing the breakdown of everything that we've done. When we discuss the space repetition techniques in several episodes in the past, or the 11311 method in that particular episode, that is maintenance of your knowledge. It's using space repetition, 
longer periods of time in between to make sure that that knowledge, that information doesn't deteriorate. And we need to do that with everything else as well. So I mentioned the growth equation in uh, about two episodes ago, I believe, and that's stress plus rest equals growth. So if we've been doing all of these assignments, these new tasks, getting a better handle on the techniques discussed throughout the MedEdge method and doing the homework assignments, journaling it, etc., well, those have been our stress tactics. So now we're going to discuss resting a little bit more so that we can see ultimate growth. So let's start off with a little bit of self-care. And these tasks can vary from person to person, and your definition can vary from person to person. So basically anything that really makes you feel better about yourself. And it can be somewhat superficial at times. Working out is obviously going to be something that benefits me. Or meditating. Or if you're religious, then maybe praying or some other spiritual practice. But sometimes this can be something as simple as, I'm going to take myself to the movie this week. I'm going to go do my nails. I'm going to, you know, do something that makes me feel better about myself in some way or another. Since we need breaks, we need to break up the monotony, we need to rest in order to grow, why not utilize that time too, instead of being a couch potato, to go do something that also makes us feel better about ourselves, boosts our confidence, makes us look better, makes us feel better. Something that gets you out of the mindset that you've been stuck in for the past week or past couple of months. Go for a hike. Just go walk in nature. Take your dog to the park that you haven't for a while. I know I'm not doing that right now because it's Las Vegas and it's summer, so it's way too hot. But <laughs> find a couple activities, not just one, several, that you might be able to do to make yourself feel a little bit better and kind of de-stress, declutter the mind and reinvigorate you so that you can continue on with this never-ending cycle of lifelong learning that you're going against for <laughs> your whole career here. And it's really important to think of not just for the short-term benefits of these, but for the long-term. You know, things like burnouts and just these chronic issues of stress can really weigh down on us and decrease our efficiency over time. So taking little steps here and there, taking those little breaks, doing a little self-care once in a while is going to prevent those things from building up to the point where, you know, it becomes unmanageable. Mindfulness, whether it's being mindful in a meditation sense or just being mindful of the food while you eat it. There is mindful eating. There is mindful walking. There are many different types of techniques that really help bring you back to center, so they say. I know that sounds very woo-woo, but really it's just saying you're focused on right now. You're not worried about the past and thinking about the future because that's taking your mind and splitting it up into too many different ways anyway. So once in a while anyway, focus on the now. Block out everything else. And mindfulness techniques are some of the ways in which you could do that. I also recently came across in a book a phrase that I really found interesting, and it's that procrastination is a form of self-hate. It took me a minute to really decipher what that meant to me, and they do go into a little more explanation in the book, but I think it means something a little different depending on where we're at, what we're procrastinating, and what the reasons are. But procrastination prevents us from being our best selves, from being more efficient, from getting to the goals that we've set. And sometimes it's just a disproving manner to ourselves saying, hey, you're not good enough for this, we'll put it off till later, you don't know enough, 
we'll wait until you've developed this skill or this knowledge base. And procrastination just doesn't really help. It just uh, builds up, as we probably all have experienced at one point or another. And I would say that one thing many of us, and I'm saying from personal experience, procrastinate is this self-help or self-care or growth status. Just pushing forward constantly all the time, or when taking breaks, not making them maybe the healthiest breaks. Maybe instead of going for a walk, keep using the example of being a couch potato. Those are kind of in my phrasing of this for this lecture, procrastination. They're doing harm to ourselves. They're not doing benefit. So kind of keep that in mind. When was the last time that you had plans you were going to go for a walk or go to the gym today, or maybe eat a little healthier and you got lazy, you didn't go out, you ended up ordering food in or going to the fast food joints. Those could be in some sense considered procrastination here. So don't self-hate, do what you need to do, get what you need to do done, and rest and recuperate so that you're better off for it in the end and getting the most benefit from it. Another great quote that they said is, the smallest of implementations are greater than the greatest of intentions. So that really sounds like something a lot of us would probably fall into the category of thinking anyway, is we have these grand intentions and they prevent us from taking these small levels of implementation. Let's use that gym example I gave earlier. Maybe I say that I want to do X amount of a workout today, 30 minutes, hard, intense workout, and then gets around the time I'm supposed to go and I'm just too tired. I don't want to do anything. Or if I can't do the full workout I planned, then I'm just going to save it for tomorrow. Well, instead of that, maybe do the small intention, do the small implementations. Just do a small workout, a couple of minutes running in place, a few jumping jacks, a couple of push-ups, whatever it is for you. Five, 10 minutes, easy workout as opposed to doing nothing can go a long way. Or eating healthier. Instead of creating this elaborate healthy meal, just throw some lettuce and a couple of vegetables together in a bowl, put some dressing on it. Whether it be the process of creating a salad and chopping everything up, or just throwing a bunch of stuff on a plate and you know, throwing some ranch dressing on the side and having some finger foods to eat from. Don't let anyone tell you that a veggie platter is not a meal. I hope the point's the same either way. Make the small changes here and there, whether that's adding a little more to your self-care routine or, you know, when you're not feeling like doing the whole planned out event, do a little bit and just make sure to take those breaks to do things that are going to reinvigorate you, rejuvenate you and decrease that burden and that stress that you're probably feeling pretty chronically. So that's really all I have for you this week. Again, this is the last episode for this mini-series. If you want anything special for episode 100, do contact me at that Gmail account, medicalanemonist at gmail, or the Facebook group. You can find that probably pretty easily, Medical Nemonist Mastermind Group. And actually, I am going to give you a little homework, and that is to do something today or this week for self-care. Plan it out. Pick an option, maybe a couple options, and you'll see which one works out better for you. And just take some time off to take care of yourself. That's all I got for you. Next week, we'll have a great episode coming up, and I hope to see you again then. The Medical Mnemonist Podcast is powered by Med School Coach. 
To access med school coach services, including USMLE tutoring and residency admissions advising, visit our website at medschoolcoach.com. Good luck as you prepare for your board exams, and we hope you tune in again next time.